live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all, and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Uh, a camp set up down here. We're going to go in and take a look at some of it. looks like mostly Venezuelans. being lied to by the NGOs and by the cartels telling them to do this journey into the Darien Gap. We're just talking to one of the guides that has uh, provided some bodyguards and support for these guys and they have no clue what they're walking into. They get on these boats, they head across to the other side of Colombia, they go into the Darien Gap where many of them die or they're, they're stuck there for 20 days. When we, we've heard other stories, uh, people just stayed here and made a life for themselves. I'm like, man, if, if you have the option, stay here or stay home. It's not worth it. We have a... There it is, folks. If you have the option, Ben says, stay here or stay home. It's not worth it. Folks, all of these people that are coming into the United States of America right now from all these other countries that we are, that that, that is... Um, uh, making it so that we're experiencing what we call an invasion. Most of them are being lied to in their countries that the United States border is legally wide open. And here's how you get there. Go there and claim your land. You know, you know like when the United States of America was first uh, started to be colonized by the Europeans and you could claim your land? Well, it's kind of like the lies that they're being told all around the world right now. Go to America and claim your land. Claim your asylum. And that is what Ben Berkwam is figuring out, folks, is what these NGOs and what these cartels are doing and how they're working with our federal government to get them to come and invade our southern border. And the reason why Ben and Blue and Real America's Voice News and why they're down there is to get to the bottom of what is causing the migration. Why are these people leaving their homes to come here outside of the fact that they just live in a third world crap hole, which I get it. 
But what is the difference? They've always lived in the third or third world crap hole. What is the difference between then, 10 years ago, and now? The difference is they're being told, lied to, by the NGOs, by the way, Catholic Church being one of the largest non-governmental organizations that are responsible for this. And the question is why? Well, millions to be made, billions to be made from these companies that are suggesting, uh, lying to, and facilitating um, this migration, this illegal migration. The money is being made by NGOs and by the cartels. It's also being facilitated and allowed to happen by our own highest agency in our federal government. This is what Ben is getting to the bottom of, and I'd like to ask for prayers for Ben. That was this weekend as he was in Colombia, and they are being lied to, and that's the last stop, that camp, that, that place where people have either made a living forever, made a home forever, or a temporary home. That's the last stop or stage before entering the Darien Gap, which is probably the most dangerous part of the journey. And they are trying to turn America into a third, third world crap hole. This is Joe Biden's fault. This is dereliction of duty. He, Mayorkas, uh, all of them, the entire administration need to be removed based on this. But that's not the only thing that happened this weekend. Oh, no, no. Miss Greta Thunberg. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the, how dare you? How dare you? Miss Greta Thunberg, ladies and gentlemen. Where is dare it? you? How dare you? She got uh, removed by police this weekend, so that's another thing that happened this weekend. Kind of a better thing than the last thing I just uh, reported. Check this out, folks. This is Greta Thunberg right there. That's Greta Thunberg right where that circle is. And as you can see, she's so bravely holding hands of other moronic protesters. That's in Germany, by the way. Protesting an energy power plant. Yeah, because that was going to work. Because that was ever going to work, Greta Thunberg. How dare you? How dare you? I wonder if she's saying that to the cops. Hold on, here we go. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Oh, look at that. Isn't that cute? Would have been a lot cuter if she was thrown to the ground, handcuffed, and arrested for, uh, for uh, obstruction of, uh, you know, a, a public utility that everybody needs. So that also happened this weekend. But anyway, folks, thank you for being here. You are locked and loaded right here, LFA TV. I am your ever so humbled, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the granite live-free-or-die state of New Hampshire. And it is a pleasure to be here with you guys. It is an honor to be here. It's a blessing. Who am I kidding? To do this show for you guys. Uh, we got the studio back up and running, folks. We did some camera adjustments. We got a really high definition coming out. You can also touch the screen and make sure that you are watching at a 1080p 4K definition. We got the background back behind me. We are starting a new week, ladies and gentlemen. It truly is an honor to be here with you. I'd like to give some live shout-outs. Mountain Tortuga in the building here on Rumble. God bless you. Aspen, paid actor. I highly believe that is true. Dotet123, how you doing? Suzanne, good to see you. How tall is she? She said four or five. I didn't know they stacked garbage that high. Look at all that garbage, says AMB. How you doing? Halloween is in the building. Raphael is here. Becca79 is in the building. It's good to see you all. I think we should pop on this, uh, pop on the old rumble chat. 
Uh, so everybody who is engaging on Rumble, thank you very much. While you're watching and engaging on Rumble, feel free to Rumble this video, share this video out. I'd like to thank you, uh, thank everybody who is tuning in on Rumble at LFA TV, Fire Stick at LFA TV, of course, LFA TV.us. You could be watching on the app or you could be listening on the podcast. Either way, it's an honor to have you here. Kitten says it looks very nice. Thank you very, very much. Barbara Peters is in the building, KC2022. Snow Baby is here. Of course, we got the LFA producer in the chat as well. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Rumble rants is what keep him employed. So uh, big shout out to everybody who donates. Big big shout out to Patriot Donnie in the building. I see you. MAGA, how you doing? Majogo is in the building, folks. We got a heck of a show lined up for you today. So let's go to the Lord now. If you were fortunate enough to be able to tune in at 9 a.m. today, we had a great show, Rise Up. It was truly wonderful and um, great conversation about uh, less gossiping and more gospeling. How about that? Let's gossip a little less and let's gospel a little more. How about that? So the title of today's newsletter is God is your tag team partner. How many of you grew up watching WWF? How many of you grew up watching Hulk Hogan, maybe George the Animal Steel, Andre the Giant, maybe later in your life, maybe or maybe uh, later uh, generations, maybe it was Stone Cold Steve Austin, have me a couple Steve Weisers, or maybe it was The Rock. Either way, you know what a tag team partner is, right? All right. So when you need a tag team partner, God is right there. Boom. Just tag them in and let them in. Verse of the day today is going to come from Exodus 14. 13 and 14. We're going all the way back to Exodus. And Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you have only to be silent. At this point in the story, the Israelites were mad that they had been delivered out of slavery. How could you be mad that you were delivered out of slavery? They were, though. They had no idea of the real power of the God that blessed them and called them a chosen people after that long in slavery and that long being distant from God. They were low on faith, they were low on patience, and they would have much rather been slaves than to die. Now that's the difference between America and everyone else in the world. We would rather die on our feet than live on our knees. But I digress. They were completely okay with complaining and crying and eventually okay with being taken back into lifelong generational slavery. Which is odd. Because they outnumbered the Egyptians who were chasing after them 30 times over and could have easily defeated the merely 6,000 Egyptians if they had wanted to. There were 4 million of them. However, they were a defeated people. And I fear that's what, that's what was happening to America until this new greatest generation, until the MAGA generation came forward. I believe we were a defeated people as well. They were a defeated people. They had no courage. 
left. They had no drive. They remembered almost nothing of who they were and where they came from. They were lost and they were tired. They were broken and they were beaten. 400 years of slavery, brainwashing, indoctrination, and false gods completely devoured who they were. At this moment, they were ready to accept more slavery for their own comfort. As it states 365 times in the Bible, Moses told them not to fear. He told them that if they just have faith, wait and watch, something else God tells us to do, then the God of this universe would go to work on their behalf and liberate them with salvation. They had to see to believe. As Jesus said to Thomas, you have seen, so you believe. Blessed are those who do not see, but still believe. Even though they had, see, had to see Moses part the sea for their salvation, God still blessed them. He fights for you today, just as he fought for the Israelites in the days of Moses. Believe that. Believe in him. Believe in his promise. And whatever you do, do not become like the people of Israel who became so comfortable with tyranny that they didn't even want to disrupt their daily lives in order to fight for their freedom. Don't wait for God to act. And don't wait for an act of God to live in grace and mercy and to provide a good life for your family lineage for decades to come. God is your tag team partner no matter where you are or what year it is. Tag him in when you need him and watch the way he fights for you. How about that? What a powerful message today. Please bow your heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Some people are happy to be miserable. Yes, they are. And some people would give all their freedoms up to a government that promised to keep them safe. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? All right, folks, let's lift up our cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Over the weekend, right as we were getting ready to end last week and start into our weekend, what happened? Five more classified documents that were in Biden's possession that he should not have been in possession of, that he could not have been in possession of for that time period in which he was a vice president. Five more were found. I have a feeling, ladies and gentlemen, that just as we predicted that they are willing to get rid of the liability, which is Joe Biden, and in doing so, hope that they can throw him under the bus and get rid of him and make way for new blood, like a Gavin Newsom. And and they hope that the icing on the top, the cherry on the top, I should say, will be that they will be able to hold Donald Trump accountable for the same thing. Unfortunately, they're too stupid to realize the most basic truth in all of this is that President Trump always had the right Joe Biden didn't. Now, Joe Biden has the right now. 
Joe Biden can say, well, I came back as president and I declassified them. Okay, but you were in possession of them for up to six years. This is the left getting rid of a liability in the hopes that they'll be able to use the narrative in which they threw Joe Biden under the proverbial bus to also disqualify Trump. But they are wrong and it won't happen and it will not happen. Amen. Let's get into the story, shall we? Another five pages of documents with classified markings were found at Joe Biden's Delaware home Thursday evening, the White House revealed on Saturday. They, the discovery comes after the resident's personal attorneys discovered one document with classified markings at the Penn Center and then more behind Joe's awesome Corvette, right? Another set of classified documents were discovered late last year at a former private office of Joe Biden's with the existence of those documents becoming public this month. Now, before we even move on, we know all these documents were found. We now know that five more were found on Thursday. We found out on Saturday. But again, let's go back to the very, very important detail here that his own attorneys did it. Now, can you imagine this? Stay with me for a minute. You hire attorneys or a firm and if you are somebody of a caliber of a president or an illegitimate president then most likely those attorneys are costing you millions of dollars a year in turn if those if those attorneys or that attorney firm is costing you millions of dollars a year for you to represent them let me ask you this Why on God's green earth would attorneys that are making millions of dollars a year, you are a cash cow to them, why would they find documents and then turn said documents over to the federal authorities and not at least make their client who is enriching them, why would they need at least make him aware, hey, we got these, what do you want to do with them? That's the first thing that tipped me off, that this right here, as either an attempt to get rid of Joe Biden because of the investigations that are coming after him, to get rid of Joe Biden to make room for a Gavin Newsom because Joe Biden is a liability because of Hunter Biden and the laptop and all of the dealings with the CCP, or throw Biden under the bus in order to use that same precedent to take down Trump and say that he is not uh, qualified to run for president, or all of the above. That was the first thing that threw me off. Why would those attorneys do that to their client who is a cash cow? Makes zero sense. Amen? Everybody knows that, right? That sure is weird. His own lawyers. Now, the left will argue that these lawyers had integrity. Oh, really? That would be a first. That would be a first. Folks, we have almost 4,000 here on Rumble. Thank you for joining in. If you're just joining in, please do us the favor of liking the video. That's very important, by the way. Not just sharing, but rumbling the video, liking it. And then please share the video out. So again, why? Really odd that these documents were... The the chain of events that set this all off was his own attorneys. And then his own attorneys, again, found the ones near the Corvettes. And now these five apparently... Same staffer, same people working for Joe Biden. It is really odd, isn't it? So now we have an open, a wide open investigation into Joe Biden from the House of Representatives, from the Republicans. It's wide open. 
It's men, it's multifaceted. It's coming from many angles. You have the investigation into Joe Biden about the southern border and the impeachment charges that that would bring. You have an investigation into Joe Biden about the Ashley Biden diary. You have an investigation into Joe Biden about his son, Hunter, and the laptop and the lies and the business dealings that that laptop alluded to and showed proof of. You also have the business dealings that the laptop shows you that the big guy got 10%. He was involved in all of them. You got Bobulinski. You have all these investigations. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you have the left trying to separate, trying to separate Joe Biden, but at the same time, link him to Donald Trump. So they have to say this. It's really odd. It's a very fine line they have to walk because they have to demonize Joe Biden enough to use it to demonize Donald Trump. This is the left I'm talking about. But at the same time, they have to separate Joe Biden and Donald Trump so that they can save face and say that we did not vote for the same kind of scumbag that you guys did. It's really weird, isn't it? It's really odd, isn't it? The fine line that the Democrats have to walk to pull this off. Now, do you guys remember Andrew McCabe? You guys remember that scumbag, that loser, who Donald Trump basically fired, took away his pension. Jim Jordan Hold on, took away his pension. And then all of a sudden, he, found, he somehow got his way back, got his pension back. Andrew McCabe, who was all about the coup against the president, who was working with James Comey and Peter Strzok and Peter Strzok's lover and, and Hillary Clinton to get to make the Steele dossier, the whole Trump arrest, Russia investigation. He went on CNN on Anderson Pooper, right? Pete Booty Plug's favorite friend over at CNN. He went on Anderson Pooper's show. Anderson in the Pooper show. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help it. But he tells Anderson Cooper on live TV that the DOJ should not cooperate with the, rep- the rep- uh, Republican House of Representatives subpoenas nor their request. I'm not kidding you. Now we'll play that video. This House Judiciary Committee investigation into the DOJ actions related to the, to the president's handling of the classified documents today. How much does that impact the DOJ ongoing investigation? Well, I think that DOJ will likely, I certainly would advise them if they were willing to listen to my advice, I would advise them to take a very hard line against that. There is a a clear precedent here of not sharing information from an ongoing criminal investigation with Congress. And I think the DOJ is in a very strong position to resist on those grounds. Who knows what comes of that resistance? Maybe DOJ leadership starts getting subpoenaed, and ultimately that fight will end up in the courts, um, and that could drag things out. There you go. There you go. Andrew McCabe, do not comply with any of this. You don't have to. There's a very different precedent here. Trump is a liar. Trump, Trump tried to withhold this information. Biden gave this information. Trump did this. Biden did that. Long story short, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Trump was the president. Biden was not. That's the big difference here, folks. That's what changes it all. That's the difference between night and day. It does not matter that Joe Biden fully cooperated. It doesn't matter. I can't go kill somebody. I can't go commit a felony 
and then get out of that felony and get out of that accountability and that punishment and that trouble by saying, well, I fully cooperated. Your full cooperation does not negate the fact that you broke the law. Trump didn't break the law. Biden did. Oh, if I had, if they followed my advice, why would anybody follow your advice? When Trump comes back, you're going to be buried. Financially, politically, socially, your reputation, all of it. So now you have Andrew McCabe on record saying, do not comply with the Republican House Judiciary or Oversight Committee. What does Adam Schiffhead think about this? Let's find out. The, the, the White House knew about this on November 2nd. So that was almost a full week before the midterm elections. We didn't learn about it. The public wasn't informed <clears throat> until this week. And it was only after uh, the story was, uh, you know, was out there. Reporters were asking questions. Should they have been more forthcoming? Should this information have been revealed earlier? Uh, I think the administration will need to answer that question. Uh, I'm going to reserve judgment until they do. But I think it's important to point out uh, that the Biden uh, approach was very different in the sense that um, it looks, uh, as far as we can tell, that it was inadvertent that these documents were in these locations. When they were discovered, they were immediately provided to the archives or to the Justice Department. There was no effort to hold on to them, no effort to conceal them, no effort to obstruct uh, the Justice Department's investigation. All of that is a very sharp contrast to Donald Trump's handling of the situation. So as you point out, uh, this is a very different uh, matter. Uh, But nonetheless, I think it's appropriate for a special counsel to look into both situations. So there you go. You've got Adam Schiffhead, who says he's going to reserve judgment. He didn't reserve judgment with President Trump. He didn't reserve judgment there, did he? But he's going to reserve judgment now. And then he says, I think it's important to pull out or to point out that this was handled in a very different way. This was handled in a very different way. It looks to be almost inadvertent. Ignorance is not innocence, especially when you're dealing with classified information. Ignorance is not innocence. It doesn't matter if it was done in an inadvertent way. It doesn't matter if it was done purposely or with malintent. The fact of the matter is it happened. It happened because of your negligence. And that's why you cannot have classified information. It happened because of your negligence. And it wasn't tried. It wasn't obstructed. There was in no way a fight back. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There wasn't with Donald Trump either until they raided his home because the archives, the National Archives Committee had already been to Donald J. Trump's house. The FBI had already been to Donald Trump's house at Mar-a-Lago. They actually already knew what documents were there and they advised him to just make sure that they were locked up. And then they raided his home and any attempt to fight them after that was warranted because they were raiding a president's home who has ability to have any classified information they want at any time and can take records with them when they leave. Joe Biden could not have. So none of it makes, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference whether he meant to do it, whether he didn't mean to do it, whether he was ignorant of the fact, whether he wasn't ignorant of the fact, the fact of the matter is the crime was committed, whether it be because of malintent or whether it was because of negligence. What's the difference between murder and and, and manslaughter? Intent and negligence. Either way, somebody's getting in trouble. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out. 
All you have to be is a level-headed American who's got a 12th grade education. Matter of fact, I think a 5th grade education could figure this out. Now, let's move on. Because I want to show you how the left is dealing with this. The left is just, the, the left has no idea how to handle any of this. This is Chuck Todd melting down and grilling Ron Johnson about all of this. Again, saying there's a double standard here and arguing for Joe Biden. You're ethically bothered by Hunter Biden. I'm curious, though. You seem are, to have are, a pattern. Are you not? Uh, I are seem to have not? a pattern. I, I'm a journalist. I have are, to deal you, in are facts. You not, are you <laughs> dealing in facts? It says, Senator, my question to you is. You're not a journalist. Uh, I'm always worried. I, I have skepticism of both parties. I sit here with skepticism of a lot of people's work. And I'm curious. Why? Are you, were you at all concerned? Uh, this, your Senate Democrats want to investigate Jared Kushner's uh, loan from the Qatari government when he was working in the government negotiating uh, many things in the Middle East. Are you not as concerned about, are you not concerned about that? And I say that because it seems to me if you're concerned about what Hunter Biden did, you should be equally outraged about what Jared Kushner did. Wrong. I'm I'm concerned about getting the truth. I don't target individuals, target individuals. (laughs) You don't? You're targeting Hunter Biden multiple times on this show, Senator. Because of the laptop. You're targeting an individual. Chuck, my my concern, you know, Chuck. You know, part of the problem, and this is pretty obvious to anybody watching this, is you don't invite me on to interview me. You invite me on to argue with me. You know, I'm just trying to lay out the facts that certainly Senator Grassley and I uncovered. They were suppressed. They were censored. They interfered in the 2020 election. Conservatives understand that. Unfortunately, liberals in the media don't. And that's part of the things yeah. that uh, part, of, part of the reasons our politics are inflamed is we do not have an unbiased uh, media. We don't. It's unfortunate. I'm all for a free press. Well, it needs Senator, to be more unbiased. Senator, There's look, misinformation this is, look, on both partisan, sides, but the Senator, censorship and Senator, suppression look, we're trying to primarily do issues occurs here, from facts, the left. Partisan cable. Look, you can go back on your partisan cable cocoon and talk about media oh. bias all you want. I understand it's part of your identity. Let me move to what happened in Brazil. All right. All right. So let me just let me. I don't know why these politicians like Ron Johnson or any of these others who I like, by the way, I, I think Ron Johnson is great. I don't know why they have such a hard time combating these people on their own shows. I don't get it. They almost look stupid. Ron Johnson is a very, very uh, highly skilled, very intelligent, very smart man with a lot of wisdom, a patriot. How could you sit there and, uh, 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 and make yourself look stupid and let Chuck Todd roll over you like that? First of all, I would love to, there is there is no difference with, with, with holding people accountable that are close to the president. I can't stand Jared Kushner. I think Jared Kushner is a snake in the grass piece of crap. And I would hold him accountable all day long. But the difference between holding Jared Kushner accountable and holding Hunter Biden accountable is that Hunter Biden was committing crimes. Jared Kushner was not. Hunter Biden had a laptop that implicated his father making money and business dealings only because he used his power as vice president to get them. Jared Kushner made private business dealings outside of his employment that had nothing to do with the power of his position. And maybe it did. Jared is a loser. But you understand what I'm saying. You're talking about a guy who's committing crimes and a guy who's not committing crimes. You're talking a guy who's implicating the president of well, a, a, the vice president at that time in your crimes, in your laptop, and there's no such thing that exists with Jared Kushner. 
That's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. I don't know how Ron Johnson let Todd, Chuck Todd roll over on him like that. I would have buried that pile of crap in five seconds. But again, I'm not, what, I'm not here to bash on Ron Johnson's response. I'm here to bash on Chuck Todd and the left and how they're trying to walk a fine line, but doing what they do best, being hypocrites while they're walking that fine line. I'm a loser. Boom. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Now let's get to the meat and potatoes of today's show, which is the Delaware Logs. First of all, before we get to the Delaware Logs, and I want to make sure I get through everything today. I do. But before we get to the Delaware Logs, let's put on the, the Rumble Chat and see what you guys are all saying. Jeremy, invite Chuck Todd on the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Sean Hannity will treat him the same way. Of course he will. Of course he would. Hunter Biden owns the house, says, the, says his gun app. That's correct. I posted it last week. Just another trash can. Amen, Nolan. Amen. Ron is doing a lot for us in Wisconsin. He sure is. He's, he's killing it. He's doing awesome. I just don't understand why some of these people have such a hard time just letting it go on these shows. You know what I mean? I've heard them let it go before. Let it go. That's why they don't let certain people on the dumb show. <laughs> True that. NBC looks bad when they do that arguing. They sure do. This is a huge problem with the party. No guts. Amen. 100%. Or at least not quick enough to think on, the, on, their, on their feet. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean that they're bad people. They just, they don't, they're not quick on their feet like that. Here's the thing, folks. I have to have all this in my head, okay? I don't have a teleprompter. Yes, I read from stories, but I have to know these stories. I have to know what situation I'm getting myself into. And if I'm putting myself in a situation where I'm going on Chuck Todd, then I am going to know. Everything that I need to know is right here. I don't need to be prepped. Nobody needs to tell me what to say. Nobody needs to say, well, if they say this, combat it with this. I got, I got it all. I get it. I figure I, it's right here. And that's, if you're a politician, and you're that high, pro of a, a high profile of a politician where you're going on left-wing news shows, well, then you better be a quick, quick on your feet or don't go on them because they're not, you're not going to, you're going to be made to look stupid. And as smart as, uh, as Senator Johnson is, he didn't look very tough in that interview to Chuck Todd, to Chuck's audience. Hopefully, when we get a new Republican uh, chair, that that Republican chair actually sits down everybody in the, in, the, in the party and says, look, from now on, we're only having our heavy, heavy hitters go on TV. We're only having our heavy hitters go on TV. We're going to bury anybody who tries to, uh, tries to spin a narrative on us. From now on, we're letting nobody else get on TV that looks weak. If you cannot think on your feet and you cannot bury these people when they try to spin a narrative, you're not going on TV. Now, that's not taking freedom away from you. That's being strategic. That's being smart. Now, let's talk about these visitor logs, okay? Delaware. Last week, we talked about this. We talked about visitor logs. We talked about that the reason... Why the sniffer and thief, the illegitimate Captain Corn Pop himself, goes to Delaware. And it's because if he goes to Delaware, he can sell out our country without having visitors' logs. Right? He can sell out our country without having, without having any record of it whatsoever. Now, apparently, there's still supposed to be logs. When the president does presidential business... There doesn't have to be 
let's say, visitors' logs. But if the president is working on behalf of the American people, no matter what geographical location he's in, there's supposed to be a log of that. Supposed to be. Keyword. Let's, let's get to this. Peter Ducey talking to George Bush's old press secretary, whom I don't really care for, but I want to, I, 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 we talked about this last week, so it's, so it's definitely an update. Let's bring on Peter Ducey. Here we go. And Dana, some news this morning. We are learning there are no visitor logs chronicling who comes and goes from the president's house in Wilmington. An official at the White House counsel's office is telling me that like every president in modern history, a personal residence is personal. They make the distinction that unlike the previous administration, the Trump administration, they are committed at the White House to being transparent about White House visitor logs. But in terms of uh, what Republicans on the Hill are asking for, a record of who may have been in the Wilmington residence and potentially had access to the areas where these documents were found, it does not appear that that exists. And Dana, so some news go. this so morning, we are learning. Obviously, we heard that. And we heard that uh, uh, the mean gene, obscene Kareem Pierre said that the last administration got rid of logs. Okay. I don't know whether Trump actually got rid of logs or whether he didn't. What I do know is that even when Trump was working at Mar-a-Lago, you knew about it. When he was working on Air, Air Force One, you knew about it. When he was working on behalf of the American people, you knew about it. If Joe Biden is conducting presidential business, no matter where he's from, and it's on behalf of the American people, there should be a log about it. And I'm going to find out if Trump really did get rid of those logs in the way that they're saying that he got rid of them. Because I don't believe that's true. I don't believe Trump would get rid of transparency. He may have gotten something to do with, gotten some, uh, rid of something to do with logs, but not logging the fact that you're working on the ha- behalf of the American people. I guarantee you, guarantee you that is a spin. I would guarantee you. Because remember how I always tell you that if you live by God's laws, you don't need man's laws? Well, if you live by transparency, then what do you need a log for? Trump lived by transparency. Everything he did 24-7, we knew about. So yeah, you're right. She probably did lie when she said that. I'm sure there's probably some truth to it, but not as much truth as they're saying. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Brick House Nutrition Field of Greens. I got my wild berry. I saw somebody in the comment section said that they just mixed up their wild berry. Well, then let's have our drink of Field of Greens together. As you can see, I've already drank some of mine. And ladies and gentlemen, whether you have the wild berry, whether you have the the regular, which is the green label uh, on the top, or the uh, the lime green label, which is lemon lime on the bottom, uh, every one of them will work wonders for you. Some people have said they've lost tons of weight. Some people have said they lost no weight. Some people that didn't lose weight, though, said that their hair and their cuticles and their fingernails are growing back more than they ever have. Some people are saying they're getting rid of dry skin. That's me. Or psoriasis. Why is that? Because you're actually giving your body what your body is calling for. Nutrients, fruits and vegetables, organic greens that your body needs 
in order to function the way God built you to function. And when you take this challenge for 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, it changes. The first month uh, changes you completely. The second month changes you from the first month. And the third month, the the more you cleanse and the more you introduce your body to what it's supposed to have, it's a superfood, folks. It's a superfood. That's what it is. It's one scoop and one bottle of water, and that's it. All your month, all your daily needs. You are being detoxed of your bad, uh, your your toxins inside you. So if you have that, plus you're reading the Bible, then you are detoxing your spirit and your mind or, and your body. So fieldofgreens.com. Join us today, and uh, they continue to be a longtime sponsor here at LFA. 4,300 people watching. To those who just joined in, we're about ready to kick off our second segment. Please like this video. It's called Rumble. Rumble this video and share it out far and wide. Let's get back into talking about Biden. Uh, we're not, not about the documents so much, but about what's going on in Brazil. Because what's going on in Brazil is the same thing that just took place here. Starting in the 2020 election, the stolen election, that produced an illegitimate resident and an illegitimate government. That's the same thing that just happened in Brazil. And Joe Biden and the CIA and our federal government did that. This was all planned. They worked to install the current communist regime in Brazil. And thank you to Joe Hawk for this. Let's get into it. The U.S. began deporting Brazilian opposition leaders back to Brazil this week. And the Lula gulags. This is taking place at the same time that as evidence was presented that the January 8th riots in Brazil were staged. U.S. journalist Glenn Greenwald is now complaining about the communist takeover that he helped support and enable. Greenwald was an outspoken critic of President Jair Bolsonaro for the past several years. And he got what he asked for. Criminal Lula is back in charge. The communists are fully in charge. And the iron boot of Marxism is taking control of Brazil. Chief Justice Alexandre de Mores, a Lula supporter and a brutal totalitarian, continues to crack down on dissenters, jailing opposition figures, rounding up journalists and holding opposition protesters, including children in makeshift gulags. Speaking with Steve Bannon, Brazil observer and activist Matt Terramond said they are going full gulag. This is the worst communist takeover we've seen. This was all the plan of the Biden regime and the CIA. Communists are good. Nationalists and populists are the enemy and they must be removed. Back in October before the runoff election between the populist pro-Brazilian leader Jair Bolsonaro against the communist convicted felon Lula da Silva, foreign policy reported on how Joe Biden and the CIA were working to ensure a Lula win in Brazil. Quote, how Team Biden tried to to coup-proof Brazil's elections, read the headline. According to the reports, Biden personnel from our White House, Defense Department, State Department, and the CIA all took part in threatening the Bolsonaro administration in rare escalatory diplomatic meetings. Then they took their false narrative to the corrupt media, same way they did it here. Now, how is this not interfering in a foreign election? Remember, they said that other countries interfered in our election 
with information only. Do you remember when Barack Hussein Obama interfered in Israel's election to try to get, at that time, Benjamin Netanyahu removed from office, which he failed at doing? But then Benjamin Netanyahu ended up being removed from office as now back in charge. Do you remember when Obama tried that? Obama tried to interfere in Israel's election, right? America interferes in everybody's election, and they did in this one too in Brazil. For Team Biden, the diplomatic spade work began even earlier in July 2021. Just months after entering office, Biden's CIA director William Burns traveled to Brazil to meet with senior Brazilian officials, and during the meeting, his delegation warned them that Bolsonaro should stop casting doubt on his country's electoral process. Sound familiar? It was the opening gambit in a quiet campaign by Washington to preempt any moves by Bolsonaro to undermine Brazil's democracy, current and former officials said. A month after Burns' visit, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan visited Brazil to reinforce the same warning. Don't undermine the elections. This last June, Biden's team signaled that the U.S. president had relayed the same message during his meeting with Bolsonaro at a high-level summit of the, American meet- of the Americas meeting in Los Angeles. Remember that? A month after that, it was U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's turn, pushing the chief of the Brazilian armed forces to commit to upholding safe and transparent democratic elections. Bolsonaro, a former Brazilian army captain, has tried to leverage nostalgia for the country's military dictatorship from 1964 to 85, In his political campaign, the United States provided support to Brazil's military as it plotted the coup in 1964. He tried to get them to remember. Folks, the same thing they did here, they just did in Brazil. And Joe Biden and the CIA and the DOD and the Pentagon did it all. How much more Are they going to damage before we can remove them? Now, I know Trump has a plan. I get it. But that doesn't mean that we have to sit back and watch and allow this to happen without doing something about it. Now, we have many fights. We have a spiritual battle, which is our biggest. We have a political battle, which is our second biggest. We have a social battle and a cultural battle, which is our third biggest. We must be able to be... We are God's soldiers, folks. You get your energy. You get your stamina. You get your orders, your marching orders, and you get your guidance and your courage from God. You are a soldier of God. There is no amount of fighting that we are not able to do. We must stop the tyrannical destruction of the world from our government. Folks, our own government is one of the worst governments in the world if not the worst. All of those movies where you saw everybody saying, death to America, death to America. Some of them are extremists and they just want death to America just because we have freedom. But others want death to America because of what we did to their countries. We destabilize currencies. We destabilize cultures. We destabilize borders. We cause havoc all over the world so that we can swoop in, save them, and then control them, and then profit off of them. That is what our government does. 
Are we going to continue to allow this tyranny to be spread all over the world because of our own elected officials? Or are we the people going to rein these people in and hold them accountable? I think that's what you're seeing right now. I think that's what you're seeing right now. I think that's what you're seeing the Republicans in the House starting to push over that domino. That's what you're seeing. That's why they hate Trump. That's why they hate you. That's why they try to label you a domestic violent extremist because they know, they know how much power we have. And we're reining them in and they hate it. And, they're, and right now, they are in full panic mode, full out World War III mode. They have nowhere else to go except for shutting down the energy all over the world, which they're trying to do, shutting down the currency all over the world, which we're going to get to next, and destabilizing borders, which they're doing right now. They are in their Hail Mary, and we've only just begun. You tell me who's going to win. My money's on us. Now, what am I talking about currency, destabilizing currency? How long have we been talking about putting your money in something, something physical, whether it be gold, precious metals, real estate, or any of that? Folks, banks are preparing for hundreds of billions of dollars in losses in 2023. We are going to experience an even worse recession, which makes me afraid for this network even. How are we going to stay alive if people can't fund it? Let me tell you something really scary. I've been waiting to tell you this for three days. Right now, I need you to pay attention. This is going to be a short clip. Trust me, we're going to make this a short clip. If you want to know how bad we are financially in this country and around the world right now, listen to this. Americans have a total between money in the bank and assets and equity. We have a total of $9 trillion that is insured or covered by our banking systems in America. $9 trillion. Now, the FDIC, the, agent, the federal portion of our government that, is, that insures those banks should have how much money in case of a catastrophe? If we have $9 trillion in the bank, in our we the people wealth, whether that means assets like land, whether it means money, whether it means dividends, IRAs, whatever it is. If we have $9 trillion in wealth, how much money do you think they should insure us for? $9 trillion, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you are not going to be, you are going to be shocked to find out that that number up until recently, and I mean very recently, because I'm about to take you on another journey here, they only had $190 billion to cover $9 trillion. They only had, the FDIC only had $190 billion of on-hand cash to cover a catastrophe. So if we have $9 trillion and we get, I don't know, if our monetary system collapses because of worldwide hacks or whatever, how are they going to cover $9 trillion? They couldn't. Bye-bye, America. Welcome third world country that fast. It's going to shock you and scare you to, even, to, more know, to know even more, and that's this. Now, the federal government has taken away all of their obligation to have any money on hand at all. And now the FDIC has a total amount of $0 backing your $9 trillion. Zero. They have nothing. They have no way to physically take from one set of money to compensate for losses over here. They now have zero. 
Why? How can this be? How can this be? Because they are literally going to destabilize the dollar, destroy it, and they're going to re they're going to bring back in a digital currency and they will distribute the wealth where they see fit. This is why I've been telling you Make sure that you are smart. Yes, we need money in the bank because we, we live in a world where you need to have bank accounts. I get it. But I'm talking about what are you going to do if shift hits the fan? What are you going to do? Do you have your majority of your wealth, whether it be in gold or silver, precious metals, real estate? There is zero money that the FDIC is obligated to have in order to secure your $9 trillion, America. So where's it going to come from? Future generations? Yeah, future generations. Exactly. That's where they're going to put the backing. Since there's no gold to back it, the backing is your great-great-great-great-grandkids. But that's until they destabilize the dollar. So whether it be gold or silver or whatever, folks, start understanding that what I and other people are telling you, not only about the economy, but other things, is not just fodder, is not just news stories. It's real. So declare your independence from anybody today. Stop wasting time. And I know a lot of people are. Now, I don't have a lot of time to get through the rest of these stories, but I want to just show you this, folks. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, this was very important for me to show you. Let me play this video. She was pressed by Fox News to ask whether she would support Donald Trump, who, by the way, endorsed her to become governor. Without Donald Trump, Sarah Sanders would not be governor. Do you remember when I told you not to vote for Sarah Sanders as governor? Remember when I told you that? Remember when I told you that she was given money by Tyson and Walmart and all these big, massive, woke, loser corporations? Watch this you as a, quote, trusted confidant of President Trump. Have you talked to him about his 24 run? Will you endorse him in that? My focus right now has been on 2022, winning the election in November, preparing through transition and getting ready to take office as I did this past week. I love the president, have a great relationship with him. I know our country would be infinitely better off if he was in office right now instead of Joe Biden. But right now, my focus isn't 2024. It's focusing here in Arkansas and doing what we can to empower the people of this state and make sure that I'm delivering on the promises that I laid out over the course of the last two years. What kind of timeline would you have for making a decision? Do you want to see who else gets into the primary? Will you wait for the nominee? Uh, my, again, my focus isn't on 2024. It's on what we can deliver in this legislative session. I'm not going to set an arbitrary timeline. I'm not really focused on that at all, but focused on what we can do to impact change and deliver on the promises that we made during the campaign. She goes on to continue to press him, by the way. She's not happy with that answer. And neither would I be. Neither would I be knowing as the person conducting the interview, that Donald Trump made you who you are right now as far as governor goes, and you can't even give your support back to him? What does that tell you? What does that tell you? If they can't unequivocally come out and say, 100%, I I back him, what does that tell you? Huh? Now, folks, we're going to save for later. We're going to talk about Mayor Eric Adams and how he's freaking out that New York has absolutely been overrun with illegals and they're at a breaking point. Yeah, no duh, Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams. So is the country. But before, I'm going to save that for later because right now I got to talk about McCarthy. Ladies and gentlemen, as we approached the weekend... 
Kevin McCarthy says that he will look into expunging 100% Donald J. Trump's illegal and illegitimate House of Representatives impeachments. Now, a lot of people think just because he wasn't convicted of impeachment in the Senate that he wasn't impeached. He was still impeached. He was still impeached in the House. That is still on record. Nancy Pelosi still did that. McCarthy says he's looking into it, and I have on a very good... um, a very good source that says that's exactly what he's doing. That's exactly what he's doing. Kevin McCarthy is going to expunge Donald Trump's um, impeachments in the House because they were brought on false pretenses and that they were brought with the Russian dossier and all this crap that was lies, and we know it's lies. So if you're not going to give him his due, uh, his, due uh, his, uh, his credit for being falsely impeached, then we're going to expunge his impeachment. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McCarthy doing a good job so far. I can't be mad at him, and I don't expect anybody else. I'm not saying you should trust the guy. I'm just saying that's another great thing that he's doing for President Trump, and he's only doing it because he knows Trump's coming back, baby. And I can't wait. Folks, we had about 44, 4,500 people watching here. I want to thank you all for being here today. I want to ask you if you have not yet done this to please rumble this video. It's good to be back with you. I am so excited on a Monday morning to be back. I cannot wait to get into this week. I cannot wait to fight with you on the spiritual, the political, and the cultural battle here in this country and around the world. God bless you. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We do have Mike Crispy with Unafraid, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next. You're not going to want to miss it. And by the way, before you go, before I let you go, I've got to show you, we've got just like on MyPillow.com, we've got massive massive, huge LFA overstock blowout sale right here on the front page of JeremyHerald.com. Everything in this LFA blowout sale is $15 until it's gone. $15 blowout sale. Check it out only at JeremyHerald.com. Again, Mike Crispy is coming up next, folks. Do not miss him. God bless you. Have a great day. I'll see you at five. And remember, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel god bless you guys thank you very much and peace